Would you allow me to bypass the series and, and just do a Christmas message, but not one in the typical way, amen. I probably do nothing typical. <laughs> Everything always got to have a little bit of twist to it. Uh, there's a thought that I want to, out of the scripture that I, I want to bring to us. But let's read the scripture first. We're coming out of the gospel of Luke chapter 1. It will be on the screen before you. And it reads as such in our hearing. Now in the sixth month after that, the angel Gabriel, Gabriel is the messenger of God. Amen. There's only two angels that are given a name. Michael, who is the angel of war, who protects the nation of Israel, and Gabriel, who, who stands in the presence of God, and he is a special messenger, messenger who comes to give important messages. When Gabriel show up, something's about to happen. <laughs> Let's go on. Gabriel was sent from God to a town, Galilee, named Nazareth, to a girl, never have been married, a virgin engaged to be married to a man whose name was Joseph, a descendant of the house of David. They both was descendants of the house of King David. Not just Joseph, but also Mary, because the Messiah has to come through the blood of King David. And the virgin name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Hail, O favored one, endued with grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed favorite of God, are you before all other women? But she saw him and she was greatly troubled and disturbed and confused at what he said and kept revolving it in her mind what such a greeting might mean. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found grace, say that, found grace, which is freedom, spontaneous, absolute favor, loving kindness with God. And listen, you will become pregnant and will be called, and that which you were pregnant will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God gave to him the throne of his forefather David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob throughout all ages, and his reign, there will be no end. Hallelujah. Amen. And Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I have no intimacy with any man as a husband? And the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will shadow you like a shining cloud. So the pure, sinless thing, offspring, She'll be conceived, she'll be, let's make sure I'm, I'm right, okay, where I'm at, okay. She'll be born of you, will be called the son of God. Listen, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, past the age of giving birth, has also huh, conceived a son. This is now the sixth month with her who was bearing. For with God, nothing is ever impossible. Amen. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Amen. Then Mary said, behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to what you have said. And the angel left her. 
Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. The thought that I want to bring to you is, of course, the Christmas gift of life in Jesus. I say, well, I said, delivered from curse to life, favor, and blessing. You've been delivered from the curse to, to life, spiritual life. Watch this. God's favor and God's blessing. Whether you know it or not, it is. Father, even now, make clear your word. Allow your power to pour out on us. Gracie out the way. And Lord, allow me just to become an instrument of your glory. Lord, glorify yourself. Lord, speak to us through your spirit. Even now, Lord. Even now, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. The Catholics got it wrong. They surmised that since Jesus is without sin, Mary must be without sin. Almost sound reasonable. But what they don't understand is the sin nature does not pass down to the child from the mother. It passes down from the father. Oh, let me, let me, let me, let me. Can, can I tap into this a little bit? See, see, if we're going to get technical, let's get technical. In Genesis, God never tells Mary, don't eat of the tree. He told Adam. Mm. Can, I, can I go a little bit deeper? Notice that it, when Mary eats, nothing happens. Oh, thank you. <laughs> when Eve eats, nothing happens. But when Adam eats, everything happens. What we don't understand is we don't really understand all that happened when he ate. Everything changed. But you know what changed the most? Was Adam and Eve. What we don't see in scripture, what, what, what we see in scripture, but you got to pay close attention. God said, the day that you eat of this, you shall surely die. And some theologians said, well, they didn't die. I say, yes, they did. They didn't die physically, but they died spiritually. Something happened on the inside. Something took place that is beyond description. Matter of fact, they, they became cursed. If you want to know the truth about it. See, see we, 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 we like to say that, that all mankind is made in the image of God. Not anymore. No, no. See, because they lost the image of God. They died spiritually. God is spirit. It's not this that's in the image of God. What's in the image of God was their spirit. And when they chose to not listen to God, they moved out of their position and they died. Can I prove that? Genesis 5. You can turn there. You don't have to turn there. It says, it says and, God, and Adam and Eve was made in the image of God. But it says that Adam and they started having children after their own image. They started having children after they fell, which means that they can't pass on what they don't have. <clears throat> Whether you know it or not, the earth is cursed. The ground is cursed. When God pronounced to Mary that you're going to start having children and, and you're going to do it in pain, in fact, you're going to come close to death, in, 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 in the birth, it's not that God is being mean. 
You know what God is saying? God is saying that in, in order to get to life, you got to pass through death. He said now because spiritually, in order for you to get back to life, you got to die on the inside. Listen, the, the, the power of God is saying, he said, you don't know what you did. You just messed everything up. But, but, but I'm going to take you another way. When you could have done it the easy way, now you got to go through the hard way. You know, ladies, I said this before, you think that it's unfair for Eve to conceive in pain and all God did was curse the ground on Adam? Have you seen pictures in Africa of children starving? Do you know that there's millions of children dying each day from starvation? Because the land won't produce. It's amazing when I went to Israel that it only rains three times, three months out of the year, and the rest of it is, is, is hot and humid. And when you see Jesus, when you see that land, it's desert. When you hear about the wilderness, they're not talking about trees. It was amazing to see shepherds with their sheep on the side of a hill, and they're just stubble growing. And the sheep would eat the stubble, and the shepherd has to keep moving because they, it, it's, it's rare, it's rare. Listen, they have become so experts at, at agriculture that they know how to measure exactly how much water that their, that their, that their gardens, that their, that, their, that their land needs in order to grow vegetation. Yes, what saves them is the mountaintop that is full of snow and the snow melts and comes down and creates streams. Yes, and they have learned how to take the water from here and bring it over here. They live between feast and phantom. And if God don't bless them, there's nothing they can do. You know, when you bless, you begin to realize if God don't bless me, it won't be blessed. If God don't fix it, it won't be fixed. That my dependency is not based on me trying to bless myself. My dependency is leaning and depending on God. Listen, let me speak to some of the young people. I have learned, I have learned, I have lived long enough to realize that when I move out of God's place for me, He's not going to bless where I'm at. He wants me to get where he's at. Even if it means waiting on him. Some of us move too quickly. Matter of fact, that's not a message only to the, to, the, to, the, to the old young folks. That's a message to the old folks. Because we, 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 we sometimes move out of position. God found a young girl who's in right position. Not perfect, but in right position. She has faith in God. How I know she has faith in God? Because after the angel tells her something impossible, she said, let it be on to me. Exactly like you said it. I mean, I mean when, when God gives you a promise, do you stand there and say, let it be on to me? As you said it. Listen, no evidence of it. You got to wait on it. And God still wants you to say, I trust your word. I trust your word. My, my brother and sister, just because you have accepted Jesus don't mean you don't have to walk in faith. Matter of fact, I, I declare, you got to use more faith now that you are in Jesus. Don't ever think because God has chosen you and you got favor and you blessed, trouble won't come your way. Do you know what happened to Mary after the angel left? O-H-E-L-L happened. Listen, she wasn't married yet. 
And here she leaves where she at, go to see Elizabeth, stay there three months, come back, and she got a baby bump. And back then, if you get pregnant without being married, your husband can have you stoned. Trouble. Can you imagine the gossip? That's going on in the church about Mary. Can you imagine that the older lady said, I told you she wasn't all that? You know, you got to give grace to folks because God gave grace to you. Some of us have forgotten that. We, we was young once. Some of us have forgotten that if we did the math between your oldest child and your marriage certificate, the numbers don't add up. So why you gonna throw a hissy fit when, when your daughter when, when your granddaughter comes home and they get pregnant, and many times what it is is we're ashamed. And instead of being compassionate, because we understand, instead of loving on them and saying, I'm with you, we, we, we make the choice to just verbally abuse them because we are ashamed of what folks who are going to talk about you anyway. You know what I realize? You got to get past caring about folks, what they're going to say, because if they're going to talk about you, they're going to talk about you when there's something to talk about. They're going to talk about you when there's nothing to talk about. Because some folks, that's all they do is talk. But when you got a friend, when you got folks that love you, you have to work, you know, you know, you, you gotta keep your circle small. Cause everybody who wants to ride in your circle ain't for you. And as long as you got some folks that you know is down with you, Mary, Mary went to Elizabeth because she knew her older cousin was down with her. She knew she could tell her story. Notice that the angel said, Elizabeth. Why? Because he said, I want you to find somebody who has a miracle birth just like you. Nobody else is going to understand what you're going through. So I'm going to hook you up with somebody who, who is marveling at my mighty power. So, so, so get away from the talk and, and go to somebody who got some praise. Oh, y'all, 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 do y'all hear that? That's sometimes you got to shut folks up by not answering the phone. You got to shut folks up, but I'm busy right now. Because sometimes you can't allow what folks don't believe, what folks doubt, folks not walk in faith. They can contaminate what you try to hold on to. God's trying to bring something out of you. I got a question. Is there anybody in here spiritually pregnant? Spiritually pregnant? You're carrying something? A promise on the inside? And you really, you really don't know who to share it with? Ask God and God will show you who you can trust. Maybe the message today isn't for everybody. Maybe this message today is for some pregnant folks. And listen, you, 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 and you can't share everybody because everybody can't receive what God is doing. You think there's something you got to hold close to your heart. You, 
You, you, got, you got to find somebody that, that, that can agree with you. You got to find somebody who's been there and they said, I'm trusting God too. He did the same for me. Hold on. It's dangerous when God says you're anointed. When God says you're blessed. When God says you have favor. Why? Because it changes you. <laughs> Everybody can't ride with you no more. When God begins to shift you, people fall off. How I know this? Listen, when Mary is, is, is pregnant, even Joseph begins to say, I don't want her no more. He was going to put her away quietly. He wasn't going to have her stoned. But he began to say, uh-uh. The angel had to go to Joseph and say, what you think happened didn't happen. <laughs> what you supposed took place didn't take place. This thing that with Mary is of God. You know what? I don't care how much you tell some folks it was God that did it. They're not going to believe it. <laughs> oh, what, what you learn is you let folks believe what they want to believe. You quit answering all the quit critics. You quit talking back and, and let God show forth that it was him all the time. You know, because when God began to lift you, it, it will shut folks up. You know, when God began to lift you, the folks that talk about you would say, come pray for me, come pray for me. When God start working miracles in your life, folks who didn't understand will stand back and say, there's something about this that doesn't add up. And I sense the hand of God. My question to us this morning, can you withstand the trouble that comes with the anointing? Can you withstand the pressure, the, the talk, the people who don't like you? I mean, I mean, how can I, how can I say this? I don't understand it, Terry. How come people get jealous when you got what God gave you? You didn't do it. It's a gift. But watch it. Instead of folks working on their own gift, they're jealous of your gift. Be careful when God begins to lift you. Be careful when God calls you out. This event in Luke chapter 2, verse 8 to 21 is so awesome that here the shepherds are just minding their own business and angels show up in the air. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Matter of fact, it doesn't even talk about how many angels. It just says, all of a sudden, angels just start appearing in the air, praising, which means that, watch this, while earth is quiet many times, heaven is celebrating. There's stuff that's happening in the spiritual world that unless you're spiritual, you're going to miss it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, that means, that means, that means, that means you can't expect everybody to celebrate with you because everybody can't see it. Come on, come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God can show up and show out. And yeah, some folks celebrating and shouting. You got other folks sitting there like, when is church out? <laughs> it's funny because unless you are tapped into the spirit you, you, nothing's going on but if you get tapped into the spirit you can feel God moving you, you, can, you can sense him moving it's, it's in your spirit not your emotions not your intellect but your spirit is moved Here God says in Genesis 
three, because really where the story starts, that after the fall, after he tells Satan, you, he's, seeing, yeah, he's speaking to the serpent, but he's also speaking to Satan. Let me explain that. He says, he said, you're going to go down on your belly. I believe that Satan and all the demonic forces, they are like snakes. They are the lowest level of spiritual being. Why? Because they move from their proper spiritual position. Listen, when you move out of position with God, you can't go up. You're going down. <laughs> if that's true for us in the natural, it, it, then it's true for even Satan and the angels because they moved out of their proper position. Guess what happened? Uh, let me, let me, can I take that to another level? Satan went down and God picked us up. What is man that thou art mindful of him? What, what are the sons of man that you consider as? Lord, I don't understand why you love us so much. I don't understand what you see in us. I don't understand that in spite of us doing everything wrong, you keep on blessing us. You keep on having favor on us. In fact, Lord, and I think David see a picture of the future. He said, in fact, Lord, I really don't understand how you being God is going to wrap up yourself and become one of us. Do you recognize that Jesus being born as a human when he created all eternity? Listen, if you read Hebrew chapter 1 right, if you read chapter, Hebrew chapter 1 right, it, Hebrew chapter 1 begins to say this, and you, O oh God, who created, it's God talking to God, said, sit on your throne. Go down to another verse. He said, and you created the world. Listen, God the Father didn't create. God the Son did. Hold on, shocker. Matter of fact, if you go to Colossians chapter 2, it says that, that everything that was made was made by him. There's nothing that was made that was not made by him. Talking about Christ. So when you see Jesus chapter 1 and God speaking, it says Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word of God. So when it said God spoke, Jesus spoke, and everything was created. So hold on, hold on, hold on. So that baby born in Bethlehem, in Nazareth, he, he, he born, was born into the world that he created. He was born to the people he created. Hold on. And the people he created rejected him. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, just think with me. If he created them, he could have uncreated them. But because he's full of grace and mercy, he allowed them to reject him and he did nothing about it. Now, you want to talk about mercy? You want to talk about grace? Let me, let me, I, I don't want to keep you all day because we can stay here all day. Watch it. Genesis 15 says, I will put enemy between you and the woman, between your seed, Satan's seed, and her seed. Here we are talking about seed being Jesus, but I think I can expand on this. Watch this. Because of Jesus, you being Christ Jesus, you now got a seed of him. Because you got the Holy Spirit. Now watch this. Say if you wasn't saved. Come here. Come here. Your back feeling okay today? It's all right. Okay. Okay. 
as a Christian, you can love him as your brother, but you can't walk with him. You see, because you're walking in light towards Jesus. He's walking in darkness away from Jesus. That's it, that's it. Now, hold on, hold on. Grab his hand. As a Christian, there's two influences on you. As a non-believer, there's only one. Why? Even though Christ is reaching out, he hasn't connected. Let's go back to the Christian. You're Satan, I'm Christ. Sorry, man. (laughs) Pull on him. Not hard, but but just pull on him gently. As a Christian, this is the position you're in. Listen, and it don't stop. Listen, the Holy Spirit is talking to him, but also, guess what? The devil's talking to him. Wait a minute, hold up. I'm gonna say pull you. They watching you all play instead of listening to me. I told you the devil gonna use you, didn't I? I told you. I know. I know. I know. You see, you you see what the devil does. I'm gonna resist him, and he gonna run in a minute. So watch this. You have the will to choose. What Christ did was gave you a new spirit in your spirit, made you alive. You're not dead. He took the curse away. If you are a Christian, you're not under a curse. Can I ask something? Why we talk like it? Why we act like it? Why we... Well, the stuff that we say to ourselves is not coming from God. Listen, one thing you got to learn is you have to battle your thoughts. Because your thoughts influence the way that you go. Listen, the devil's not coming with power. Come here, come on, we ain't done yet. Oh, grab his hand. You know how the devil will influence him? Talk to his ear. Talk to, because if the devil gets him looking that way, he'll start moving that way. Now watch this. The Holy Spirit don't leave. Walk that way. Look at him. The Holy Spirit is grieved. You know why? It's like a father who see their children doing the, going the wrong way and they are of age and there's nothing you can do about it. You done talk to them, you done explain to them and they still looking another way and they're being pulled and as a father, you are grieved. As a mother, you are grieved. Matter of fact, that you are still connected. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. There's no way as a parent you can unconnect from your children. No, 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 no. Watch this. So so when they are in bondage or in jail, part of you is locked up with them because you're connected. Watch this. So as he walks that way, because he's listening to the wrong voice, Listen, God don't leave you, but he's grieved inside of you. Jesus came so that now we have power that you don't have to listen to the wrong voice. You are blessed. You you are hardly favored. Nah, Satan don't leave. Has Satan never quit talking to you? Has he ever ran away from you? He may not be able to stop you, but don't he keep coming at you? Don't temptation still come? Now that you're a preacher, don't he still come at you? Don't he still talk to you? Don't situations still come at you? But guess what? You don't have to let that influence you. You don't have to let that stop you. See, the problem with most of us, we don't know spiritual battle. 
and you're in spiritual battle whether you like it or not. You know, sometimes what we do, we sit down and cry and say, I wish the devil leave me alone. Stand up and make him leave you alone. Speak, speak the word, speak the word, speak the word. The Lord Jesus Christ took the curse away. Thank you, brother. I'm probably going to use you again, though. That he came to die. You can't celebrate the birth without acknowledging the death and the resurrection. Because the birth is tied up to... Matter of fact, if God started the end from the beginning... In the mind of God, he was crucified before he was born. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, it's like doing the moonwalk. <laughs> You're facing this way, but you're moving backwards. That's how God operates. So watch this. So it says, you are already delivered. You're already set free. You know what? You are not waiting for God to bless you. You ought to be trying to catch up to the blessing you already been blessed with. Let, let, me, let, let me, I didn't get too many claps. Let, let, let me slow it up. You are not waiting for God to bless you. You are trying to catch up to the blessing you have already been blessed with. The problem with that is, it requires me to trust him at his word. It requires us to go through everything that, that, that Satan throws at us and still hold on to God's word. Hold on, hold on. Can, can I give you another one? Don't have the wrong baby. Let me explain. Sarah and Abraham. God said, I'm going to give you a son out of Abraham. And Sarah come up with the idea of bringing Hagar into the picture. God didn't say nothing about no Hagar. So now they have an Ishmael. You know, you know, oh, he's so cute. Sarah Oh, Ishmael. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, he is lovely. Hey, when it's a baby, it's so cute. Hold on. When it's a baby, when it's a baby, when at the beginning, didn't that... Didn't nothing that awful happen? Matter of fact, it feels pretty good. Coochie, coochie, choo, 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 choo. He smiled at me. But wait till that baby grows up. Wait until that which you birth without God's permission come into fruition. See, see, you're not crying at this point. But you crying when that baby done got big. Whatever he is. <laughs> that's, why, that's why God is always a God that is, that is preparing us for the future. Right now, what we don't understand the blessing and favor that God has for you, he's preparing you for. Yes, sir. All right. yes, sir. Jesus came at the right time in the right situation. But from the beginning, when, he, when God said her seed, not his seed, but her seed, because I'm going to move the man out the way and I'm going to use the woman as an incubator to bring myself into the world. Amen. Because the first Adam messed it up. 
So I'm going to come to second Adam and fix it up. Oh, y'all should have shouted on that. What the first Adam messed up, God himself took on human flesh, and he came to fix up what the first Adam messed up. Now, watch this. If you're in the second Adam, then God has favor and blessing on you. The problem is you got to hold on to that when it don't feel good. You got to hold on to that when the devil's taking you through. I told you that in order to get to where God's taking you, you got to go through. Whoever told you, you won't go through. Whoever told you that power won't cost you something. Whoever told you, you know, it's easy to pray for, for, Lord, I want my destiny. Lord, I want my power. I want more anointing. But are you willing to go through what it costs to get where God wants to take you? Why then? Why do you have to go through so much? Faith that's not tested is not really faith. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. Can I go just a little bit? Affliction make your flesh sit down. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. And make your spirit stand up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen. Until your spiritual woman and man is strong enough to take something, God can't take you to where he wants you to go. If we give up every time it gets hard, then we're not ready for the anointing that's going to come. If, if, we, if, if every time something goes bad, instead of trusting God, we accuse God. <laughs> maturity means, spiritual maturity means that there's some things you're willing to go through. What's this, what's this, what's this, what's this? John, 1 John 5 and 19. We know that we are of God. Listen, you got to know that. Listen, you can't think it. I'm his child. I'm, I have favor. I am blessed. God is for me. Listen, you got to say that to your problems. Uh, you got to say that when Satan is speaking in your ear. Yes, sir. You got to talk to yourself. Yes, sir. I believe this. This is what I believe. Yes, that when you begin to talk to yourself. Yes, Lord Jesus. I remember this elephant that was a little elephant that is tied up to a chain on his leg. And there's a, a stake in the ground. And the elephant is. After a while, because while he's first, he thinks he can break it, but as yet he can't. Uh-huh. Y'all yes, got that? Yes, now watch this, watch this, watch this. So after a while, he don't even try anymore. Uh. He's not resisting against the chain. He just shakes his leg and hears the chain and says, I can't go nowhere. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Now watch this. If you get that in his head, he can be now a grown elephant who can kick this thing off. Yes, sir. But instead of kicking it off, he hears the chain and don't even try. Uh. You know, some of us has given up too soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have allowed our experience of the past come on, come on. to dictate how far we can go. And because when we was weak, we couldn't do it, we don't even use the power God has given us now. Listen, listen, the, the stronger you get in Jesus, the more power you got. Which means that, that the things that used to hold you shouldn't hold you no more. You got to know who you are and know that you're not under the curse anymore. Somebody need to say, 
I got favor. I got power. I got life in Christ Jesus. He won it on the cross. Hold on. I'm about ready to end this. There's there's two more. There's two more. There's three more scriptures I want to go to. Then we out of here. Galatians 3.13. I may not get to all three of them. As many are of the works of the uh, under the law are cursed. If you're trying to be right by being good, you cursed. Because he says there's no one who is justified by the law. He said curse is everyone who does not continue in all the law. You know what he's saying? Unless you can do it perfectly. You can't do it at all. Uh, He said, therefore, in your own strength, you can't win salvation. Hold on, hold on. So some 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 people feel like that that that's a put down. No, no. That's not a put down. No. Let me show what God doing. He's diagnosing the problem. Listen, listen. God should come to you and say, you got cancer. But we got treatment. Uh-huh. I've been su- successful at this treatment 100%. Uh-huh. If you take the treatment, we can rid you of that within you. Yes, now watch this. He can say, no, I think I'm strong enough in my mind to rid myself of the cancer. Hold on. I got the answer. I diagnose him with the problem. If he don't come get the answer, it's not a put down, it's a statement of fact. Hold on. When he said you can't do it, it's not a put down, it's a statement of your spiritual condition that you and your spiritual state can't do it. But thanks be to God, there's a Savior named Jesus that that is 100% qualify to heal you of your problem. All you got to do is let him in and he'll make everything okay. Okay, I'm not going to those other verses. Let's, let's take this home now. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The scripture says, Colossians says, that, that, that Jesus on the cross, he nailed everything against you to the cross. See, Satan thought he was nailing Jesus. The truth of the matter is, he was nailing himself. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. He thought, he thought he was defeating Jesus. And the truth of the matter is, he was defeating himself. Because scripture says that anyone that hangs on a tree is cursed. So Jesus became a curse for you and I. Oh, see, if you are in Jesus, the curse that was on you, the hurt that was on you, hold on, the sin that was on you was nailed to the cross. Uh, Somebody need a shot on that. I'm so glad that you're saved from everything in your past, everything in your future, everything in your present. Because if you are in Jesus, God the Father nailed it on the cross. Matter of fact, look, completely out of our way by nailing it to his cross. Watch this. When Satan reminds you of all that you've done, Take the blood. It's been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Jesus took care of that a long time ago. Next verse, next verse, next verse, next verse. God disarmed all principalities, all power. You know what that means? If you are a child of God, Satan has no power over you. None. 
None. None. Running from the devil, the devil will be running from you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The truth of the matter is, when I get, when you get your mind on the things of God, stuff starts falling off. Oh, yes, it will. Uh, after a while, folks talk about you don't even bother you. You say they talk about Jesus? I'm in good company. There's something about the name of Jesus that makes everything right. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 says this. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. I got illumination of that. You know what I got? Folks didn't like him. Folks talked about him. His family talked about him. They was going to come and take him. They said he was out of his mind. And Jesus was not moved by what other folks thought about him. He knew who he was and his father. You know what? You got to get so bold. You don't care no more. Don't care if you don't like me. Don't care if you talk about me. Because there's an Elizabeth somewhere that's going to agree with me. There's an Elizabeth somewhere that sees the power of God on me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance. See, some of us, we're too quiet. You got to open up your mouth to say something. There's some things you can't be quiet about. See, when somebody say God is good, there should be a hallelujah. Hallelujah. When somebody says, I'm blessed and highly favored. Listen, the truth is, I can't speak for you. You got to speak for yourself. And when you say the wrong things, you begin to believe the wrong thing. But when you take off what the Lord has done for you, the Bible says that he who was in the form of God, there's nobody can be in the form of God, but God made himself of no reputation. He did not grasp who he was, but he let go of the outward glory. He let go of the throne up high and he wrapped himself up in human flesh. He came down in Bethlehem and was wrapped up in swaddling clothes. So he became one of us. He was still God. The angels back. The demons back. Why? Because on the inside, he was God. He was God. He was God. He was God. I'm almost done. The Bible said he lived obedient for you and I. Then it said he humbled himself again. He let those he created. Thank you. Spit on it. Yes, sir. Beat it. Take advantage of it. Whoop it. Listen. He could have just spoke. He could have just opened up his mouth. He could have just said, I am. That I am. That I am. That I am. Because he went through yes, sir. what we should have went through. Yes, sir. He said, Terry and Tracy can't take it. Can't take it. No, so I'm going to take it for them. <laughs> Listen, he got up under <laughs> everything Thank you. Thank you, the Lord. devil has thrown at us to keep us from walking in our destiny. Oh. He has removed yes. our yes. excuse. Yes, he has. 
You can't say this happened to me in my past. Therefore, I can't. Because he took your past, got up out of your past, lifted your past, and said, now you can. Now you can. Yes, you can. Yes, right. you can. Yes, you can. Yes, oh, yes, can. you can. Yes, you can. You can go through. Yes. You can make it. It's gonna be alright. You won't lose your mind. God got your back. God got your back. God got your back. God got your back. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. The Bible says they nailed him. It wasn't what man did. It's yes. what God did. God Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes. The beating was bad. God yes, did that. The yes, nailing was bad. Yes, but that wasn't it. <laughs> what was it that God says, now that you have become their sin, yes, sir. I have to judge you yes. Woo, like I judged them. Yes, sir. He said, the mercy my mercy that has kept you is now removed from you. Because hell is the removal of God's mercy. So now, the joy you had, gone. The peace you had, gone. That's why Jesus said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I moved it from you so I wouldn't have to move it from them. Favor and bless is upon you. Oh, power and anointing is upon you. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up and be all that God called you to be. Hold on. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. The Bible said he went down. He gave up the ghost. They didn't take the ghost because he had to give it up because death couldn't take him. That the Jeez. natural elements of death couldn't take him. Couldn't take him. Oh my God. So when God was finished judging him, he said, I'm finished playing with you, devil. <laughs> He's so bad. He's just so bad. He's so bad. He said, Death, I know you can't. As long as I want to. But since you can't take me until I tell you to. Since I'm using you to get to where I'm going to. Since victory is in my hand. And unless I go to the grave, I can't get up over the grave. Death, come on. And do what I let you do. Three days. He's in the grave. Now hold on. I don't understand it. But if you read your Bible correctly, it's the Godhead that is involved in his resurrection. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Bible, someplace said, God the Father did it. Then it says, the Holy Spirit did it. Then it says, that Jesus did it. Yes, sir. Huh? Uh -huh. What? Huh? You know what that tells me? It's not just the Holy Spirit on our side. It's not just God the Son on our side. It's God the Father on our side. 
Hold on, 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 hold on. That means that it's not one of the Godhead fight your battle. It's the whole Godhead fight your battle. Hold on. You know what that means? I'm not just victorious. I'm victorious, victorious, victorious. Victorious, one for the Holy Spirit. Victorious, one for the Son. Victorious, one for the Father. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm almost done. Three is the number of completion. Yes. Which means that you're not halfway. No, no. Hold on, hold on. You're not partway victorious. You're all the way. You're not halfway. Hold on, hold on. You're not 33% victorious. You're not 66% victorious. You're not even 99 victorious. But it's finished. It's complete. It's done. He did it. 